Hi guys and welcome to the Step Into Your Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel James, and this is episode number 10, five ways to unlock your happiness with mindfulness and meditation. So let's dive straight into it. Okay, so number one is reducing suffering. It's a huge one, okay, and we'll call it reducing perceived suffering. Now, when we begin to meditate and we begin to lock into a strong mindfulness practice, we begin to see how much we're thinking, how much feelings are arising, and how much they're constantly <clears throat> changing. So with with time, we become, we become more skilled being able to see a thought, see a feeling, note it, come back to the breath and let it go. And we kind of build this kind of muscle and in a, the resilience to allow a thought to arise and allow a feeling to arise naturally and let it go. Rather than seeing something like anxiety and feeling anxious for seeing that anxiety. So we become anxious for being anxious. And we kind of tend to add more baggage to whatever arises. So the first step in meditation, it's a fantastic skill, is to alleviate that amount of suffering. I think that's the the bullseye with this with the, with meditation and mindfulness. It's it's one of the key components to it. So you you suffer less. You don't suffer unnecessarily. You can see it and you can let it go. So that's number one. That's a huge step in the early stages of mindfulness and meditation. This then allows us to then open up to number two, which is mastering emotional intelligence. This is being able to feel the senses in the body and uncover and unlock joy, fulfillment, understand what they feel like and turn them on like a light switch. If you can master techniques like visualization, techniques that are locked into emotional intelligence, being able to use heart-based emotions and turn them on, then you can start to find a greater sense of fulfillment. Can you access joy on demand? Do you know what happiness truly feels like? Can you feel your inner body, the senses in your body, that sense of calm, that sense of ease? These are all aspects of happiness that we talk about in meditation and mindfulness. And it's so much easier to do that once we've reduced that level of suffering. That first domino gets knocked down, it adds to the next one. Which takes us on to number three. If we can reduce that perceived sense of suffering, understand emotional intelligence and master it, we can then move on to a greater understanding of the self. And what do we mean by that? So let's take the basic example. Let's say a thought, a negative thought arises. I'm not good enough. There's a simple example that many people are thinking. That thought will arise and people instantly attach to it. So they believe in the thought and they tell themselves that's to who they are. I am not good enough. They literally say it. It comes through the mind and then they repeat it. So they'll see that thought and then they'll repeat it. I'm not good enough. And they'll believe it. So the idea here is to not solely believe in all your thoughts, not solely believe in all the emotions that arise. They come and go. They're constantly fleeting impermanent and they're constantly changing so by 
having this strong insight aligned with a strong meditation and mindfulness practice, we don't say, I am anxiety, I am frustrated, I am this and that and the other. We can see them thoughts as they arise and let them pass. Now, if you can see a thought that says, I am not good enough, then who's looking at the thought? And this is one of the key components in the meditation of mindfulness. We inquire, we begin to see further into the nature of thoughts and feelings arising and we can detach from them bit by bit. And yes, we'll get lost in thought and yes, we'll get lost back in feeling, but then we note it again and that's the the uh, bicep curl for the mind, I've heard it being called before. So it is literally that. Every time you know, it's a win. You come back to the moment and you let it pass. So that's a greater understanding of the self. So you don't attach to everything that arises. You're not all your thoughts and emotions. Yes, we need thought to plan and do things in the world that we need to do. But we don't need to be identified with every thought that arises or every feeling that arises. So that moves on nicely to number four. Which is making positive changes in your life. So once we've again, like a domino effect, knock the first wall down, we can then begin to make the changes we need to make in our life, whether that's in our workplace, relationships, whatever it may be. Sometimes we're so lost in our thought, we're so lost, we're so lost in our thoughts, we're so wrapped up in our own internal chatter and feelings and emotions that we find it very difficult to make any form of change. Once we can manage anxiety, once we can manage anger, once we can understand our mind at a greater, at a deeper, greater level, we can then move forward in making the positive changes we'd like to make in our life. If we can see clearly with clarity and we have that concentration and we have that resilience uh, when difficult emotions and thoughts and feelings arise, we can then begin to make the positive changes we need to make. So that's making a change in our life that's going to positively impact the rest of our life. Sometimes we're in a job we just don't even like, but we're just doing it because we feel we need to do it. We've not really questioned it, maybe. Or we just need to make some changes within the workplace. You may need to address certain things. And this is, again, looking after yourself at a deeper level. You know, understanding what's going on and then making the changes needed moving forward. And this can be done with other people, obviously. You can do this with help and the guide of other people. But firstly, if we can have a strong mindfulness and meditation practice behind the scenes, that's really going to impact everything else you add to what you're doing in your life. And then finally, number five, it's offering a service. Something that you are passionate about, something that you love to do. So for some people, they might love their job. That's perfectly fine. And you kind of love the uh, workplace environment you're in. For others, they might have a deep desire to do something. And like I said, if you've already got the first four in place, then you can really understand what it is you want to do. Why do you want to offer this service? And I think it's so important you come back to why. Simon Sinek's got a great book called Start With Why, I do recommend and ask yourself why you do what you do. What is the purpose in you doing what you do? And that can be a really powerful tool in moving you forward and offering a service that's going to give people value and impact their life. 
That's the key to all this. Once you reduce that amount of suffering and you start to find them positive behavioral changes through the skill of mindfulness and meditation, you can then really begin to add value to other people's life. It's like you sort your own house out first and then you begin to add the value and service that other people clearly will need. There's many people out there who need the service that you can offer and that's the a key component it ties it all together with the five ways to unlock your happiness so meditation mindfulness runs seamlessly through all these five points and they interchange from time to time but being able just to reduce the amount of suffering just to start with is such a powerful technique and skill to have all mindfulness is always there sitting in the background once you develop this skill mindfulness is always there you will always be able to be mindful doing whatever you're doing. And that's the key component. So we have our general meditation sit. It could be for five or 10 minutes per day. If you extend that even longer, fantastic. And then you move on to your day-to-day activities and you're mindful throughout. And that's the key here. So just to recap, that was five ways to unlock your happiness. Number one, reducing the amount of suffering. Number two, mastering emotional intelligence, the feeling body. Number three, the self, understanding our self, understanding our sense of self at a whole other level. Number four is making the correct positive changes that are needed. And number five is offering a service that is going to impact other people's lives. So guys, thank you very much for checking in this podcast. Just a quick update, we have our eight-week mindfulness course starting in mid-October. If you'd like further details, feel free to contact us via the website or via Facebook. There are a couple of spaces left, so feel free to get in touch. You can find us at www.stepintogreatness.co.uk. So be mindful, guys, be meditative, and we'll see you in the next episode.